0: start to put tension on my string drawback. I was like, okay, I'm in him. It's him. You can look at the boys when he's dead. I'm um, um, you know, in his
1: zone.
2: Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh,
3: you when know, they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. Went about
2: five, ten more yards. He probably went 20 yards. He was tip, then we tried to get back up. I saw him follow up. We rushed 14 years broad that night. We got like 156 and something like that. And then the next day, we came up 153 even. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors Podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the
0: outdoors. What's up, everybody? Episode 105. Nick's told me like eight times before we started, so I wouldn't forget. Uh, we got a packed house tonight. Me and Tom are actually sharing a mic. so
3: Glad to be sharing a mic with you, Frank.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to be right in your face all night. It's going to be wild.
3: It's going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, so uh, Nick's also here. Doesn't oh, yeah. Really all 105 episodes. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh, and we got a couple familiar faces on the podcast with us tonight. We got Scott and Brad. Uh, Turks and Tines you guys have heard from them before hey I think guys. we talked to you guys back in turkey season was the last time we talked to you It is. Yep. yeah so thanks we're in for the, having us yep absolutely guys we're always happy to have you on you guys are great couple guys to have on you guys have plenty of stories you guys are always successful mm-hmm. so tons of knowledge that's stories for this deer (laughs) when i texted you the other day and asked if you want to do it you're like i might be crying during the episode so beware
4: (laughs) i'm I'm already feeling a little bit i think i need need another drink yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i grabbed you one so there you (laughs) go thank you yeah you bet so uh yeah, like I said, we're we're way into deer season. Deer season is basically over. I mean, we're through rifle season. All we got left is the late season. So, really Just, like the late season, though. Yeah, it's a I great th- season.
2: better be my time to shine because <laughs> it's been slow for the past. All rifle season was really slow for was us. It, yeah. Was it?
4: How was New York for you guys? Uh, New
2: York was, was
3: pretty good for me. Yeah,
2: Tom, it was really good for. Uh, I drew back on That's a pretty good west. buck um, in November. on, um, But I had unfortunately i had two bucks that were coming in i had one that i wanted to shoot and i actually didn't even lay eyes on the second one and because he was behind me and i'd already committed to the one coming from in front i grunted him in came through um, i drew back on him and he was like five yards from clearing into the lane i had and the buck behind me grunted and the buck looked over and then all of a sudden he just like hopped through my lane and then stopped just outside where i could shoot and then like circled around to that other buck i never got another shot and oh, i was sitting there at full man. draw probably 27 yards and i'm like you son of a bitch <laughs> like, <laughs> but i mean that was the first buck i've ever grunted in i seen him at probably 100 yards making a scrape i grunted at him like two times and ears pinned back and worked his way over snort wheezing oh sh- oh yeah he was, he was pissed well, that's um
4: that's actually pretty rare. I, I was shocked
2: here. because I always I've talked many times about how I just screw things up with a grunt tube. like it, <laughs> it just seems like it never works out for me. Um, but I was, in, I was driven to try it out again, and this one literally just turned on me and came right through, but still didn't make it connect, but it like, was a cool experience.
4: Yeah, it sounds it. That snort weason. do you guys experience that much? That in was this the first area? That was the
0: first buck I've ever witnessed, Frankie. like I could watch do it i've heard it twice and both times it was after i did it first so i got the deer going i knew the deer was over there and then i was grunting and i could hear it grunting and then i snort wheezed and i heard it do it back to me two times okay but other than that i've never just
3: heard it naturally occur without me influencing it i see i had a hunt last year and if i didn't know the date Like, if I didn't look at my phone in the morning, know what day it was, and I just was in my tree stand, I would have thought it was, like, November 10th. But it was, like, October 6th or 7th. It was the first week of— Early, early. Yeah, first week of bow season. I was hunting a food plot. I had daytime picks of this buck coming out every day. Um, Well, sure enough, this buck comes out that I want to shoot. And he's on the other side of the food plot, which is probably, like, 50 yards, which that's too far for me with a compound bow. And he puts his nose up in the air, and the wind's hitting me right in the face, blowing back into the woods. I'm like, there's no way he's winning me. He's 180 degrees upwind. And he puts his nose in the air and snort wheezes twice. And out comes this other buck. It wasn't a shooter. It was probably like a 16-inch eight. And they start fighting right in front of me. Oh. Yeah, it was the craziest. <laughs> I, would, I mean, and I'm, it was. I, I, you would have thought it was peak rut with just the fighting and bucks grunting snort wheeze, and it was insane huh. but i've heard i've seen a lot of smaller deer do it um that was the only mature buck i've ever seen or heard snort wheeze but i've had a lot of success calling in deer with the snort wheeze have you yeah i don't know i don't shut up in the woods come, come he does run. tom tom calls a lot does but he? i yeah. mean
2: he killed two bucks this year so i mean well, gotta be doing something right working for
0: him.
1: <laughs> yeah i uh, i've I've only ever been successful in PA once, uh, snort wheezing, and it was so effective that by the time I finished snort wheezing, he was at the base of my tree. Uh, (laughs) I I mean, it was that quick. But the Midwest, all the time. Yeah, I mean, the Midwest is prevalent. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, I've never heard a buck growl here in PA no I you hear
0: him out in the midwest all the time when i've I first heard a heard growl it, one time and it was the, actually the same one of the same deer that i heard snort snort wheeze it right before he snort wheezed he was growling and i was like what the <laughs> hell is going on right now
1: yeah first time you hear it it's kind of freaky it, it, it almost, is yeah. it's like almost sounds like a raccoon mm-hmm. in a sense it's like whoa what was that <laughs> but yeah midwest all the time but here i've I've only ever heard well been successful once snort wheeze, but that was a latch ditch, last ditch effort
2: and I, I feel like that's under. all it ever it's either it's gonna work like that or you're gonna scare them off like i feel like you've got to have the a deer with the, an, an attitude you know that gets pissed off if somebody's in his area i don't think yeah. you're like a, a timid buck i don't think it's gonna they're just you know it's i'll true. work i'll work around it
4: that personality yeah that, that aggressive you know badass personality that's yeah, yeah we
0: were just talking about that you know deer with different personalities before we hit record that's right everyone is different you don't know how they're going to react or move
4: them bully bucks would be more prone to doing that growling and snoring wheezing you know aggressive
2: and they could be two and a half years
4: old doing all that stuff they really have no business (laughs) doing it but and we've we've killed upper age class bucks that don't have a chip in their in their antlers at all you know it but then we've we've killed them you know we've seen them younger to where they have nothing but a main beam because they got all their other tines knocked right off. <laughs> that's, yeah, I, exactly. I videoed a buck. I videoed a buck this year
2: in rifle season. Um, I mean, I when I first saw him, I was like, "Damn, that's a big doe." And I got him on camera, or got her on camera. What I thought was her come through, and then I just realized, looking at footage like a week ago, look back at it, and it it had main beams like probably four inches, like coming out this way, but both of them busted off and brow tines. That was it. But both both times were busted off probably four inches off the head. That's I like, crazy. I thought it was a doe coming through. I was like
1: <laughs> Well, even if you mean think about the five of us sitting around this table. All five of us have different personalities. I mean, yeah, exactly. They're no different. That is yeah. true.
4: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, so I guess we'll get into the meat of the podcast here. Uh let's go like start of the season you guys said you had several bucks you were looking at they were your targets you know you had i'm sure you had them on camera you guys are pretty involved with the cameras the camera kings, long. pretty much yeah <laughs> we do a lot
4: of, we're, we're really big on cameras um so going into the season you know just from you know let's go to shed season you know we're fi- you know the, the the sheds that we found for the the buck that brad ended up getting this year you know we we have his uh Two complete sets for the past two years for for that buck. So you know, going into this year, like he's a target buck. We know he's upper age class. What and I guess uh, where
2: you guys figure before you shot him, like what did you guys figure he was age wise? We knew he was.
4: We figured he was at least five and a half plus. Okay. You know. So the
2: first time you guys found sheds, you're thinking probably three and a half at that. Is that what I guess? What?
4: Well, we weren't sure. Okay. We weren't. We really weren't sure because. We only had he, he he's he didn't show up on the property until 2019. Okay, late uh, December 6 was the first time, first pick we had. You know, we're okay, like, who is this buck? You know, it looked like he was going to be a ten. Like four he, o'clock in the morning.
2: Oh, know, just yeah. not middle of the between night between
4: one then. and four in the morning. He never got a day pick. That so that's late, tough to
2: really tell anything getting one single picture at one yeah. the, or four in the morning. Like it's he could tough. be anywhere.
4: You know, yeah. and he was he would only hit one area get his picture taken on one camera and so like late season what we usually do is we move all our cameras up to food mm-hmm. every you know no, no more trails or anything. we just move it up to food and we did the same thing here we had you know six cameras surrounded in this cornfield but he would only hit this one slot this one camera and and we only have a few pics of him in 2019.
2: Which is crazy
4: because, I mean, most guys aren't putting
2: six cameras on at one food source. And so had you put it at one of those, if you say you put one camera at any of those Truly, other five. never seen them. That's what I mean. You know, there's, I know we're guilty of it. All of our food pots have one camera on them and no, they could easily enough. cross through. Yeah, so it's sure. just showing yeah. that like, even though, even with six cameras, you're only getting one picture. So
1: There's a big misconception about cameras out there. Guys think that I put a camera out you know these this is it that's Uh, all i have cameras get i I believe i read an article it's somewhere between 20 and 27 percent of the deer in that area wow so you know guys think that you know oh i got there's nothing on my camera well you're only getting about 20 to 27 percent of the deer in that area and and we've proved it i mean we've put cameras at multiple points around food plots and uh this buck the we'll end up talking about at the end of this show uh, he just he avoided cameras period hmm. and that's kind of
4: where Scott's going. I'll kind of give you that little lead in there, Scott. yeah you know it, it, it's funny because if we go into let's go to all right so we get through 2019 we get into shed season we find we we, we find his first shed and we were really excited and we spent the next three weeks. Um, we, we grid the, we grid the property and then every week we would go ahead and just do a section, do a section. And then on our third week we were doing our last section we're like, it has to be in here. And, and we found that we found his other side. It was about 250 yards from where we found his first side. So now we have his complete shed. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go ahead and go to 2000, you know, so going into that season. So that was 19. So going into 20, uh, we start getting some some velvet pics of this buck, but he's an eight. I thought he was going to be a ten, so I'm like, this is just and it's about uh, what would you say from uh, from where we were getting pictures of him in the field to where he ended up over uh, over on uh, you know where he's at. How far? I'm For- gonna say I'm gonna say it's a mile. Yeah. Like I, I didn't really. think it. Yeah, I didn't think it was the same deer because it was an mm-hmm. eight. It was a clear eight, and he had a little flyer off his G two. And it was so, a ten. The sheds that you had. Yeah, it was. It was. Mm-hmm. He like he had points on the end of his main beams that that there were. You know, they were one it was, was a about a solid an inch, nine. Just barely, he, yeah. yeah, it was uh, a most, solid nine, and it looked like he was going to be a ten. I'm like, he's going to blow up into a ten. Like it was mm-hmm. heavy, and his nineteen is heavy. Yeah. So he probably had a solid four and a half inch bases at that time. Really. Yeah. So, you know, we're going through the season and we're not seeing we're not, we're looking for the 10 in quotation. Like, at this we're time, did the the you
0: think that 8 that you had on you had no didn't idea. associate we them at was all. A different buck. Different
1: buck. And I'll, I'll another point to point out for people that where they get very uh, hung up is looking at nighttime picks of bucks. Mm-hmm. all right when you look at a nighttime pick a buck and somebody can if somebody looks at that and says all oh, that buck's got mass you're full of shit <laughs> you can't tell the mass of a buck at night mm-hmm. I from you can tell the difference between a, a year and a half and a two and a half and maybe a, a two and a half and a four and a half but you can't tell there i call me if you can look at a trail cam pick at night and you can tell me that that buck's got four inches of mass or six inches
2: of mass. Mm-hmm. It just that that's something we've learned a lot. The antlers just glow and well, look. Well, Lee's bigger. buck is a testament to that because the pictures we had of that buck at night did it's not do, downsize. Oh yeah, it did not do it justice. Right. You, the picture. I mean, you, we could tell it was a, a hammer. Sure, of um, course it was.
1: But looking you, at those pictures,
2: how much of a hammer? I think they were six and three quarters at the base. I mean, just an absolute oh, pig. Mm-hmm, um, okay. And you, you could not tell in a camera picture you like oh, that thing was a stud no, oh yeah was, it, was, it was, a, was a great buck but yeah just we had we had several pictures of that deer at night and you never would have guessed
3: yeah. that
4: so yeah so you know so going into that season we went through the whole season not seeing this 10 we're like he got hit on the road he got poached like we're, we're not seeing this 10 but we're, we got this big eight over here you know so but it looked like he had potential. He was heavy, you know. I was like, man, he could he could really use another year, though. You know, he just didn't have the, the, the time length and the width. Like he just didn't have it. So, but he was really nice. So we had so we went through all uh, archery season, you know, no encounters, getting pictures of him. You know, we had some pictures. Were they all nighttime pictures? They were all nighttime pictures mm-hmm. at that time for archery season. So we go into gun season. So uh, Brad and I are hunting together one night and uh, I had an opportunity to kill him and I passed. I'm like, you know, he looks he looks nice but it was just, you know, I think he needs another year. We knew that. We decided what, that. What season know? was this? So this that was, was going rifle? that was that would have been last year. So, it so 2020 rifle. Yeah. Okay. Just trying to rifle. keep the yep. timeline That's going right. here. And it's so
1: it's a solid he's a solid 300 yards. He's in the timber and it, it was quick but scotty had made the decision you know i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna we're, let's let him live thinking you know you get a buck to that age class the next year He's he's gonna make a big jump he could blow up yeah, yeah. he could
4: blow up so so that's what we did we decided to, to to not shoot him so he makes it he makes it all the way through and i'm out I actually pulled it up the other day. I was looking, I was talking to a guy who bought some hoods for me and he was he was he was asking me about this buck and I showed him a video and I thought it was February, but it was not it was actually January. I went in to pull a, a card on a on a camera and I was walking out and I find hit one of his sheds in January. The flyer side. And I did a video on it and I posted it yeah, on I remember. social. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. Yep. And uh, so I ha- so we have that shed and then I don't know. It was probably a few weeks later. Him and I were shed hunting, and we we find the other side about that same
0: distance, about that three hundred yards, and and you know were so they roughly the same place that you had found him the previous year? A no, mile, away. a mile away. Oh, okay. He stayed other
1: side of the property.
0: Yeah. So okay. so we and we knew who it was. I mean, we nicknamed this this deer flyer. You know,
4: it was that eight? And and like I said, we figured that that ten's dead. You know, yeah. like no pictures, nothing. So. I'm going to say a good month goes by. And we have we have a, like a display case at camp. We have these sheds at camp with, I don't know, we found another 49 sheds this year, you know, or, you know, this past shed season. And that's mm-hmm.
2: all on your farm.
4: It is. 50, so, Fifty-one to be exact. Is that
3: what
1: it was? Because fifty right. was our record. So we we well, spent we spent as much time in the woods to find one more shed. Gotta get, even if it's a spike. Yeah. And, and oh I, yeah. Actually, I believe I believe we ended up with fifty two because the day your son killed his turkey, I found oh, one. That is true. Walking to the that blind. That is true. Yeah. But <laughs> that was a but, random
4: day. So so a mo- so a month goes by after we find you know th- this uh, this complete shed and. I'm at home and I'm thinking about this. And I'm like, I'm, I, I wonder, you know, if this could be the same deer. Mm-hmm. So I actually drove out to camp and pulled all four sheds out, and laid them on the island at camp and started studying them without a doubt. I'm like, we're talking about you the same them. deer. Yeah. This is him. It's <laughs> yeah. the same deer. He dropped those two points. He blew up a little bit in mass. Not a lot, maybe four or five inches. And then threw that little kicker off the side, and you can feel it in that, that year on that G two. He wanted to throw it that year, but it was just like a little bump. So he he put out a little point
0: on that. What, end. But there that was, was enough there to tell that. What it sparked your Color and everything. What's what sparked
2: that? your curiosity
4: to go to camp and lay them all out? I don't know. It was it just because it like just, I feel like because I you assume he's I'm dead. A, yeah, because I because I don't stop thinking. It was just it would just hit me one day like a brick upside the head. <laughs> okay, because I was just saying you like no, you assumed was he was an dead, intuition. and like all of a sudden you're like oh. nope. Okay. Nope, nope, nope. Because I, you know, because just the shape and the feel, like I I just kept thinking about it, you know, and we had them, you know, we had them stacked in that cabinet, like, you know, a complete set here and a complete set there. And it was just, I don't know, just something hit me. We never picked up on it, him and I, which is crazy. Usually Mm -hmm. when our brains go together, like things happen. (laughs) We did not pick up on it at all. So as soon as I looked at it, I called him. I'm like, "This we're we're dealing with the same deer. We didn't lose him. He just moved to a different part no, of the property." No, no, no,
1: no, that's not how it went. So he <laughs> calls me, and he goes, I "Said you're wrong." Okay. He goes, "You've got to get to camp right now. I'm thinking something's wrong." So <laughs> He's I,
2: I drive, I drive
1: as as out. I said, "Yeah, I drive out there. I walk in. I'm like, what's wrong?" And he's got these sheds laid out in front of him, and he's like it's
2: half a pack of cigarettes smoked. he's got like this whole board <laughs> up there like got he's got like a yeah, red string place. everywhere, like it's like Vince Lombardi <laughs> yeah. with
1: a diagram of football And I'm like, what are you doing?' burning goes, coffee over on like, the stove I, there I, I, I cracked it I cracked the coat like, yeah. He's like at ten he ne- he didn't get poached, he didn't die. he goes, "This is
4: him so I'll let you continue. You know, <laughs> we, we, you know, showed him. Like, I mean, this is it, it's clearly him. So we were really excited. Like, now he is an absolute hit list buck. So we're going into this deer season knowing that he's a freaking stud. We're getting late season picks. Uh, so so before we were getting daytime picks of flyer in late season. You know that that year, like after I passed him in deer season, yep. like before he shed, we were getting daytime picks of him. You know, going to corn. It was cold, nasty. So, uh, so yeah, going into this season, there was there was three bucks. There was one I called Bob. He was actually on my Facebook page I actually put up. like he was somebody that I really yeah. really wanted because I liked him because he didn't have a tail. like he was unique, you yeah. know. And I think
0: would, you talked about him the last time we had Joe. I him. believe. Yeah. I'm sure I did. Like <laughs> oh, he yeah. was,
4: he was important to me. Bob was. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was, it was Bob, and there was a buck that we call Camp Buck that was really unique too, because he, we only had nighttime pics of him. Right. Yeah, and uh,
1: he would, he would come to camp, and I feed him all summer at camp, and the, the second you stop feeding him, whatever that 30 days before is, so early September, gone, never to be seen again to late season he would show back
4: up in late season some some sometimes sometimes. most recently three years though in a row he did this do you Mm. think he was leaving the property we didn't know we don't have pictures. like we had trail cameras running around we had no idea where he went he totally disappeared disappeared (laughs) Disappeared. yeah completely and he came back every year we were just like just seeing an old friend oh camp buck's back you know (laughs) Yeah, he just lets us see him all summer, and then during
2: hunting yeah, season, he just gone. teases
0: you a little bit. Yeah, a and, little bit. and we
1: knew he was five and a half. I mean, yeah, that's how we've been following him so long that we knew this was. And a he was five and really a half. nice this
2: year. really nice. He was nice. upper one fifties, maybe lower one sixties. Yeah, Let I'll you know. show you guys some pics of him. He's dandy. Whoa. So that's in Pennsylvania. Is that's not a
4: oh like you don't see that no in Pennsylvania no, and like I said, I'm like this. He is so you know. Being at camp, I'm like, I I really felt, you know, we're going to get Brad set up for Camp Buck. I'm going to concentrate on Flyer and and see how it goes. And then because we have no pictures of Bob at all. Nothing. no. But I didn't expect to have any. We have no sheds of Bob. We knew he didn't live on the property. But uh, I expected him to show up around the rut. And when I had all his sweet spots, all his sweet spots were covered for uh, cameras. Mm Mm-hmm. And he wasn't showing up during the rut i started getting concerned i'm like something's we're, wrong we're, something's wrong so he either, he either he's got missing it. his appointment something <laughs> yeah he, he should be here yeah and he wasn't so that was that was disturbing so so let's go to illinois
1: no let's let's uh, back up real quick because we talked about camp buck and and you know leading up to that we talked about bob let's talk about flyer so, we knew we, were, we knew we were concentrating on, on Flyer. I was going to concentrate on camp. Scott was going to concentrate on Flyer. And so, we set the cameras up specifically for Flyer. And it turns out after the fact that we actually did have a picture of him in June. But uh, the only picture we have is physically with our own two eyes in August going to check cameras where he's standing there at about 60 yards. We're on the side-by-side. It's running. And he'd look at us, and he'd look down in the woods. And he was standing on the edge of a cornfield. and I turned the wheeler off, and we're just sitting there like, I, I think that's him. I'm we're, running video on We're him. trying to trying to look. I mean, <laughs> this went on for a solid three and a half, four minutes of us he's just really... sitting there. He's oh, in yeah. the wide open. There's an and we knew who tree. it was right away. I yeah. a freaking flyer right here. So right we here knew, in front of us. We knew he was there. We had all the cameras set up. In all of his good, you know, core spots that we thought we'd get him, we didn't have a pick of him until uh, probably November. It was still archery season, so maybe late October, early November was the next pick from June, and we had him.
4: I'd have i have to go through, but I mean, I, I really started concentrating on him hard. Like I I mean, I was obsessed with him. I knew everything. I knew what he did. I knew where he was going. Once he went hardhorn, because I didn't. Yeah. No of We had no information of him when he was in Velvet, but you know, we started getting pictures of him all nighttime pics. Like I you know really started like shrinking the cameras. Like have him here, don't have him here. Move that camera. Like I'm shrinking, 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 and started learning everything about him. So, um, so we'll come back to how
1: many times you laid eyes on him. Uh, yeah. But so I'm um, November fourth. I'm out. I head to Illinois. I'm out there till I don't know twenty first, twenty second, whenever gun so season. So all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. You basically yeah you I, hunt
2: much all our rut. You're our
4: out rut. There.
1: He's out there during their rut. Okay. Yeah. I hunt their rut and I hunt right through their first gun season. Then I come back. So. And you kill a great buck out there. I did. I did. <laughs> so my first night okay, so there... I didn't, I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we get a bonus story. Yeah, so my first night there, um, I'm not liking the stand-em-in, the wind switch. You have know the lease out there, right? Yeah, we got okay. we got about 1,800 acres out there that we missed. Okay. So in Pike County, Illinois. and uh, Heard there's big bucks out there. There's a few. There's a few. <laughs> uh, a couple. We killed two over 160 this year, mine in the 150s, and uh, four in the uh upper 140s So not we, a bad year no we had <laughs> we had a great year and that evening my first night there um i'd hunted the, i was hunting this stand the wind switch i didn't like it so i just i'm like i'm just gonna go observe we call this the stand it's called the passage it overlooks two fields with a little little pinch point passageway in between it and i'm sitting there and all of a sudden i look up and here comes this doe across the field holy shit here comes a giant well i put the binos on him he's only a nine but he's like mid 150s nine and they're coming right at me And i look over my left shoulder and there's a doe standing in the little doe standing in the passage well they get to 100 yards and that doe doesn't like the little doe and she turns around and she walks away and that buck followed her so i'm like oh shit (laughs) yeah and they literally i watched him walk through the field across the road into the neighbor's yard I'm
0: like
1: okay well he's still around here yeah I look over my left shoulder and there's 145 inch 10 point standing at 100 yards he turns and walks right down to the stand I was just <laughs> sitting in. I'm like, well this is a great first night right yeah. so a couple of days go by seeing bucks uh, I, I keep a journal but I haven't tabulated it yet but saw a ton of deer so I'm about probably five days into my hunt and somebody had been hunting this one stand religiously and I'm like it was a warm, well, warm for me because I sweat like a pig. So if it's <laughs> over 35, I don't want to walk too far. I need, an, I need to get an electric bike. <laughs> and these guys were all seeing deers, but they hadn't seen anything big out of this stand. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not walking far. I'm not getting sweaty. So I'll go to this stand. And uh, it's 8 o'clock. I've seen a couple deer. All of a sudden, I see a buck come up, and he turns and walks straight away from me. I'm thinking he'll, he'll make a move. I grunted at him. Just kept going. I'm like, what the heck? 30 seconds later, another buck comes up. I'm like, well, now that's a dandy. Mm-hmm. He's walking the same trail. I'm like, oh, shoot, this is bad. <laughs> I start grunting at him, and all of a sudden he comes down behind me. Now he's probably about 70 yards. I'm like, okay, he's going to come right down here. So I get turned and set up that he's going to come down to my left, and he crosses the creek and he goes up to the field edge. Now there's three scrapes along this field edge right where you cut into the stand. I watched him hit every single scrape and i'm just waiting, waiting you said it's
2: the way you guys walk in is where those three scrapes are oh yeah so was he crossing your ground scent at all coming through there
1: uh he actually between the second and third scrape yeah he, uh, he did he
2: make any sort of no sign that he picked no, you up or he, okay was, just curious he, he was so horny so horned yeah. i mean that's the word you're looking for
1: it's the rut man i mean this this dude's neck was so blown up and uh he he just thrashed these oaks and, and hit all three scrapes and now he's going north and he starts heading away from me i'm like i gotta do something so i grunted one more time real hard and real loud and he stopped and looked down into where i was which was pretty open but then it was thick above me and sure as shit he turned and walked right down and he got it eight yards and i'm at full draw and I, it's not quite broadside he's like kind of quartering to me and i don't want to take the yeah, shot that's a, that's a tough shot. one that close it is and but there's a tree in front of me and if he takes the path to the left i got no shot if he takes the path to the right he's broadsided about five yards and i'm like i can't take this chance i got him at eight this is a beautiful buck i know i can do this and i Another tip that people do wrong trying to shoot deer that close, especially almost a straight down shot, is they hold the pin where they want to hit, mm-hmm. and you can't do that. you got to hold lower, uh, drop your pin lower on a shot that's so close in a steep angle. And So I was confident in knowing what, you know, I've, I've killed you deer like this plenty, before. Yeah. And I put it right right through the freaking heart. He ran 10 yards and stopped. I'm trying to get another error on my quiver. I can't, I'm shaking. I can't get it out. And he he walked 10 more yards and just fell over. Oh. So I watched him fall over. I'm watching him lay there. So he's only 30 yards, from, 30 me yards from me. He's 30 yards from me. I'm taking pictures, sending it to these guys. Like yeah. you know, It's kind of like... Uh, where's waldo i'm like inside the you know, all you
4: can see is a, a side of a rack when he sent it to me like through the brush you just see a freaking tines. So i'm like oh my god that's a freaking nice buck <laughs> yeah so and, I, and then i get
1: i just i sat there for about a half hour because i didn't want to mess anybody else up and uh my buddy dj had a meeting at nine so or at 10 so he was getting out at nine and uh while i'm sitting there i'll show you guys this footage i had a spike come in and this spike tried to fight my buck three times no from three shit. different angles while he's laying on the ground dead. It was crazy. Like, you said you videotaped it?
2: Or? Oh, yeah. I got That's video awesome. footage of it. It's cool. That's hilarious. He's like, you know what? I don't get many opportunities to beat up a buck like this, so I'm going to take it. I don't care if he's Give dead. Give the business, right? So, yeah. He'll i will be telling up... his buddies, you're never going to believe the buck I just he's beat gonna up. He's going to be a bully buck in a few yeah,
1: years. look what I did to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that uh, turns out it ended up being a 150 inch ten point. It was a great buck. Um, stayed out there for gun season. Really wasn't that successful. And uh, then we headed back uh, back here for gun season. Which at this point, well, I guess let's back up now because right before I left for Illinois, I really only had one, maybe two chances to hunt camp buck. And the last chance I had to hunt him before I left for Illinois, I'm walking to my stand and i'm 60 yards from it and i look up and i see this deer coming from right left to right and i don't even have to pull the binoculars up i know it's him i can see the rack i'm like this is camp buck he walks 20 yards past the stand (laughs) You were 10 um, minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes, minutes yeah. too late. Less. Right yeah. five. Right five. Yeah. Yeah. If wow. I wouldn't have been on the phone with, with the guy <laughs> for my iron tank at camp, I probably would have been in the tree stand a little sooner. But as luck would have it. It just uh, wasn't meant to be. wasn't, wasn't it meant to be. be. So, yeah. So I saw Camp Buck. I, I leave for Illinois. As I left for Illinois, Scott at that point says, I guess this would be a good lead. And he's like, I'm going to focus on Flyer i'm not touching camp buck i go to illinois i kill a nice 150 inch 10 i come back camp bucks still alive flyer still alive but i'm gonna let scott tell the story of the encounters he had with flyer while i was gone
4: Yep. so while he's gone i uh set up a camera just specifically for camp buck and i'm getting i'm getting videos of him like he's amazing i'll show you guys some video of him he's amazing and I told Brad, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hunt him. I'm gonna concentrate on flyer, and it's exactly what I did. So you know, I'm di- and everything I know about flyer, like I'm hunting them. I, ha- I actually have three encounters with him through while he's in Illinois, like close, like you know, the closest I got was sixty. Like he's just dodging those, just, yeah. just just out of range, just just right there, you know, and um, just can't get close enough. So you know, bummed. You know, yeah, but, but you
2: know, like I'm, I'm, well, you're putting more pieces to the puzzle too. If, I mean, the, not knowing that you're going to kill very him later. Much so. I, actually but, ma-
4: I actually made a map and I, and I put dates and times of when I was getting pictures of him <laughs> on that map. So I knew like, all right, so we this is where he was concentrating the most yeah so this, that's just exactly a true story did. like this is this is what i did and i sent well, i was sending him pictures you know this is what i got so far sending the mad like, scientist pictures was, <laughs> the only but, thing mean, he didn't have like...
1: was wind wind direction and barometric pressure <laughs> yeah. of each picture but
4: he had it down so i you know uh a lot of nighttime pics but like it was just more of like his activity and where he was hitting the most and i had to concentrate in this one area you know he was hit. He was he was really getting his picture taken at this one area. This you know, so like we're getting done with uh, you know archery. We're going into gun. He's coming home. And uh, where did you hunt the first day? What'd so you do the first day.
1: So my son uh, was not successful during archery, and you want to talk about breaking a dad's heart, right? Oh. So oh, yeah. I well, leave. I I, to- I, I yeah, yeah. We'll tell him. I leave for Illinois. And he is in full out tears. He's not killed a buck in archery and he wants to continue hunting. So I've created a little monster in a 12 year old, right <laughs> to the point that I I have to call Scott and say, listen, who's taking his own son hunting during archery and say, can you at least invite my son and have him tag along like And he's like, oh isn't like no problem. I'll take both of them one day and then I don't have Will another day. I'll take Jack that day. so he had a chance to hunt with scott which eased my pain Mm -hmm. and uh
4: (laughs) yeah and we were i mean we we he passed bucks because the way we do it with the kids is you need to kill a buck bigger than you killed the previous years great like you just uh, i mean that's a good way to do it and that's how we do it you know Mm -hmm. and and you know the one the one buck that was that was really i mean jack could have killed it all day he's like he looked at me he looked at me over his shoulder and he's like, "Is it bigger than the the buck that I killed last year?" I said, "No, buddy, it's not." And he just he eased off the tree, and that was it. He didn't, you know, he didn't. It's tough to tell a kid not to shoot their best buck. It was tough, you know. T- no, I'm oh, saying like the way you guys do your bow. rule.
2: I like the way that rule goes because it's it's really tough to tell a 12 year old, "Hey, I know that's your best buck standing out there, but yeah. you can't shoot that." Yeah, like, yeah. Just- well,
1: th- this is this is where it backfires, right? So uh, <laughs> <laughs> now he's after your bucks. So, so now, so now I got to take him. On opening day of gun season, which I really want to be hunting camp, camp by, yeah. but sorry, buddy. So, uh, so I take him, and this is this is where that story backfires, right? Because now, how do you tell a twelve-year-old? So I take him out. I don't know. It's like eight a.m., and he shoots a buck that we knew. Uh, we called him Shorty. Um, we He's figured him to be a three and a half year old ten. He ended up being a twelve. He had two two uh, kickers off, his, off base. his base. Yeah, hundred and twenty. Nice, 127 inch buck. You know, nice. That's yeah, a nice great, buck. That's for, a great for Pennsylvania 12, for, for, yeah, a 12-year-old. for a 12 year old. For a 12 year old kid, so yeah. Now, how do you tell a 13 year old kid, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta wait for
4: something bigger than 129." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we set the bar pretty high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Was that his no, first buck?
2: No, that's his he's third. He, he, oh, okay, he's so at a, least, at least it wasn't fourth. his third. Yeah,
1: he's killed a 3.28 point, points in this one. Okay, so, but he had yeah. plenty of opportunities, like Scott said. I mean, there were. Numerous bucks that we put in front of them and, and even in front of Scott's son that they're like, no, no. So, yeah, I mean, pass. it's good. You know, it, it, they're getting to that point. And, and if, if, even if they don't at this age kill a buck that's bigger than the next one, but yeah, it's something gonna, comparable, yeah. like they already got it ingrained in their head, like, I know what a, a good buck is and I know what a small buck is.
0: Yeah.
4: And that's really what we're trying to instill yeah. in them. And our kids are spoiled, though, you know, because it's not you know, because we do all the work, you know, the, yeah. we got, we got the plots. We, you know, we work the ground hard to, to manage these for, for bigger bucks. So it's not like going on public ground and just, you know, it's different. It's a yeah. little different. Yeah, and yeah. We try to tell I think the kids it's a, that too, it's an though. equal,
2: but different challenge. I, I think, I mean, public is tough because, you know, you're against, stacked against a lot of odds, but the work you put in on private to produce the
4: deer, you guys do, it's just as challenging. I would say it is. I mean, yeah. we've talked about this before about what it takes to be a big buck you know you got you got to have you got to have the food genetics and they have and they have to have the age yeah those are the that's three the, equations yeah. period mm-hmm. you know there's no other way to, to 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 talk about it so well we were just talking about it before this podcast too you know you see that
1: buck and you let him walk there's a percentage and yeah. i don't know what that percentage is that that buck is going to make it through the rest of the season into the next age class but sure enough you put a bullet or an arrow in that buck that percentage i can tell you it's now zero (laughs) (laughs) so uh you know that's what a lot of guys don't understand they're like well if if i pass this buck somebody else is gonna kill him. well there's still a percentage that that buck's gonna live yeah and when you start killing four and a half five and a half six and a half eight uh year old bucks they, they beat
0: those odds, and those yeah. are the ones that we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. They that's, beat that's that right. year after year. So, obviously, the percentage is a little bit higher than you think. I agree. But people, especially you know, around where we live, because of how it was not even that long ago, if you didn't shoot that deer that you saw, you probably weren't going to shoot a deer or a nice deer. So, yep. it's kind of breaking an old There's habit with people. There's still a lot of guys that they just
2: have to say they got a buck. Yeah. it doesn't matter how there's i know several people that it doesn't matter what it is they that's just an need old to school mentality that's what i mean yeah, exactly. they, they, as long as they shot a buck they're happy yeah and for me especially with a camera now if, if i can film him in in range you can kill him that's that's exactly I, I had a pretty decent eight i filmed it probably under 15 yards i mean even i like on the video stepping forward looking i mean just like picture perfect and i'm like you know that's good enough for me that's cool you know mm-hmm. yeah it's I don't have that feeling of I need to
4: kill a buck yeah. this year.
2: I want to kill a buck, but it's got to be the one I want.
4: Trail cams so. do that too, though. They they yeah. actually desensitize you a little bit on how the urgency of yeah. I need to kill a buck because you know what you have. You take mm-hmm. the inventory, you see the bucks all the time. All right, you know, then you can study them. You know, is this mm-hmm. something that I'm interested in? No, it's not. It's and not as big of a big surprise one, when he, it's not. You know, it's it like, takes boy, that it,
1: adrenaline edge off too. I mean, yeah, yeah when, when, when a two team, and a half year old walks in front of me. I, you know, when, when I tell I tell people I said when I pick up my gun, you know that it's a good buck. <laughs> or I pick up my bow, it's I'm, it's a good buck. If I'm not, you know, a two and a half year walks out, I'm picking up my binos or I'm picking up
0: my phone to film it. Yeah, right. yeah. You you just yeah, and when you have the pictures rush. of it, you've seen that buck five, many, six, many, seven times. Many, many. And then when he walks out in front of you, you don't have that.
3: Urgency, like like, oh my god, what is he? What's going on? This is the first time I'm
0: seeing this deer. I need to assess and be ready to shoot him. You've almost made up your mind with the camera pictures. So when you see
2: him, it's not. There's not as much of a decision to be. Yeah, there's not as much of a decision (laughs) Uh, Uh, until you get to the end of this story. (laughs) 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 Stay tuned
0: for that. Yeah, this
2: is. uh, It doesn't work every time. (laughs) So uh, yeah. uh,
1: continue on, Scott, because uh, we're getting to that point that kind of ties into this this point that we're talking about. Of so you've seen
4: flyer now, yeah, we um, uh, yeah. So so you know encounter in, in flyer, you know, three times in archery. We're we're going into gun. He takes the sun out, and now like you know we know all the neighbors out there. Now we're starting to get pictures. Well, I mean, let's talk about Bob because because right. that's not yeah. my story no so you're right so
1: i take i take my son out he kills a buck that afternoon my buddy wants me to hunt with him i'm like all right i really i really want to get back behind my camp and get after camp bucks. but all right I'll, I'll take you and that's a whole nother story but i go with him and uh about 220 bob shows up now i don't know it's bob i know it's a good buck and i'm like that's a good buck right there he's like you sure am like, yeah i'm positive just shoot that buck and it's about 150 yards and uh he missed clean miss at 221 in the afternoon he ran right past our trail camera which a cell cam a cell cam which sends
0: it to you your go, phone. yeah
4: as soon as i seen it i'm like it's what the what the fuck just
3: happened i, I
4: said it's fucking bob
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's oh my god what I said to myself. He's back oh my god it's bob this is the only picture I, I say, have you of said this. you like, haven't seen him all year haven't seen him not one pick ghost He's a ghost. So you're
2: probably in another stand seeing that you get – Freaking out. Oh, yeah. You're like, like, oh, my – god, no, 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 no. (laughs) So I get down, looking for
1: blood, nothing. We get back up in the stand, and an hour later, we hear some shots, but we're not piecing those shots together. It's gun season. There's shots all over. Mm -hmm. It's a war zone, yeah. And uh, (laughs) so I'm – what was it, that night that you saw a post? Evening. That evening, evening, there's a post – of Bob, but the with no neighbor tail. killed. <laughs> the neighbor's kid, 10? Ten? 10-year-old kid <sighs> killed it at 3.20, an hour later after it got missed on the neighbor's property. He was dogging a doe. Yeah. Hmm. Probably, I'm going to say a good half mile, probably, from where we really? where wow. he oh, got yeah. missed. Yeah, he
4: went through the property, crossed the property line, and then uh, they killed him right right as soon as it crossed the property line. <laughs> so we actually had him, was it the next day, bro? We had him bring him to camp? Yeah. And so you did get your hands on I him? Oh, yeah. I wanted to, get the closure need to see to the him. Story. He, needed he to ha- was you more than happy to bring him over. I needed to see him. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the one thing that I learned about Bob, I really thought, like, he was a, he was a 10, you know, the year prior, and I thought he was going to blow out, like, mass, and, like, I really expected him to do something different. He this really is, didn't. This is did that he? genetic Identical. piece, right? It was that. He just didn't. So, so he, he was uh, he was still nice, but, it, it, you know, he, he grew an extra, a couple extra points. He was a twelve. And, uh, I think. He, yeah, he was a twelve. And uh, he but end up him or anything. Have, no, no, he just didn't have the mass. You know what would you say he was? He probably was uh, low 140s. No more than like hundred and forty two inches. Emaciated. Okay. That's what he was. He was thin, skin and bones. Somebody Running shot home. him. Now remember when Hold I said it. he's not showing up? Oh, there's an issue. Remember we got an piece issue. Piece to the
2: puzzle we're missing.
4: <laughs> there's a hole down between his shoulder blades comes out his brisket and it's it's all it's nothing so, but pus. So he somebody shot straight down missed in all archery. the vitals. Correct. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So he laid somewhere low mm-hmm. but that drive to, to breed was so strong. He was actually dogging a doe and you did you guys did find blood. Well, yeah, we found blood but it was
1: not the uh blood of 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 him. It was, it was actually a doe. it was a doe and
2: she was spotting and that's who he was after Uh, i've never seen that
0: yeah i've seen that one other time and it was i think it was you that we were hunting together we were behind the park the one day oh and i had shot at and missed a deer and i think you found it was just one little little spot and we (laughs) surmised that it was a doe that's the only other time i've (laughs) seen that and this
4: is what and this is very similar very
1: similar i mean there, there was no hair there was no no, there was no indication that this was a hit deer. And we took him a good 200 yards to the point where he went from running to walking. And when he went by the camera, he was walking. And we, we, we dissected that trail cam pick. There, there's no hole. Nothing, there's no blood. Nothing. There's nothing. He's I mean, chill. He's shooting a 308. So, I mean, you're going to see something. Yeah. If he,
2: if he made contact of it, you were going to see it. Sure.
4: Yeah. So, so, you know, so Bob's dad, you know, we lay his hands on him. Like the next night or the next day. How'd that go? How'd we get the picture? So of, that like, was
1: Saturday. So we hunted Sunday. Yeah, because we were able to we, hunt we that We called the neighbor. And I, I texted a buddy. Oh, that's right. Who's friends with the neighbor and said, hey, did have they killed anything? And he said, no, they haven't killed anything. But the other neighbor did. Now, mind you, this square is 120 acres. It's mine. 60 acres that is this guy's, and then the guy who actually killed Camp Buck has 10 acres, hunts (laughs) twice a year (laughs) out of the same stand, of course. Probably, does he
2: smoke cigarettes in that stand? (laughs) That's the guy that does it, though. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that afternoon, we're at lunch,
1: and he sends me a picture, and I go to... my heart's Heart saying, dropped. I'm like, Scott, he goes, oh, so now we're 0 for 2. Yeah. Bob's dead. Camp Buck's dead. And uh, so
4: he's still concentrating on You guys got to
2: be a nervous wreck on Flyer now because yeah. everything, all well, your shooters are dropping. Well,
4: yeah. so but, what happened to me? Cause, so I'm concentrating on, I want Flyer. Like, he's, like, I'm. You wanted him all season, yeah. All season, like, you know, but now, like, so he, you know, Brad's my hunting partner, you know. And I don't want fly if 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 flyer is going to die, I want it to either be him or I, yeah. All right, so and that was a conversation we had. We I did, mean, we had a conversation was, about it. It was like, like, all right, we need to
1: put on, we need to figure out what we're going to do. Block. Oh, he sounds great, or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we we had, now we had switched to formulating a game plan based on what Scott just said, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the two of us is going to kill him and not a neighbor. <laughs> so we yeah. have to be we have to be strategic about how we hunt this buck because we know a couple spots that we really want to get to, but we know the risk of getting to those spots you where we push might him see to him. A neighbor. Yeah, we we'll it's, it, it's going
4: to the neighbors, and now we're screwed. So so it's all low key, like you know, we we and it's strategize. Like I'm talking to him because he's been in Illinois for two weeks, so I
0: you know got to fill him in on he, all the, the fill story him in that he's and, missed. and this is
4: what we need to do. We want to kill this buck. This is what we need to do, all right. And I can't beat with the stand that I was planning on going to. You know, things happened to where I had to take my son to go get his 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 uh, second COVID shot. So I'm like, all right. So because Brad wanted to go to this one stand, I said no, you go to this other stand. And as soon as uh, Will and I get there, we're gonna we're gonna be here. You know, because it was getting like last light. You know, by the time Will and I got there, it was. Well, he got be there last at 4:30. Light
2: so you wanted something quick access so, yeah you know, uh, yeah something quick, quick. Yeah, yeah
4: it needed to be covered so i mean as soon as i got there I, I we will and i wasn't there five five minutes and 11 doe and a buck came out wow Jeez. so and, and i'm
1: then, i'm 150 yards from him but there's a role in the field that he it's the only area of the field he can't see yeah mm. that's true and uh you know back to his point that we were gonna keep pursuing flyer during gun season, but neither one of us are very big gun hunters. From the standpoint yeah. that we we don't really care a lot about hunting gun. I mean, yeah, you know, we're gonna kill a nice buck if it gives us the opportunity, but we like archery and we like late season. So yeah, we, know, we're the season same, we're we right know the same. We know if we way. lay off of him and we don't pressure him and put him to the neighbors, our chances in late season go
2: up. Once it way gets up, cold, on for
4: the, sure, he yeah. loves being in this one section of late season. And I knew that. Like, if we don't see him, it's well. No you big got deal, you, you always he,
2: got your sheds, so you know he's hanging out in your for area. Sure, he's right in there. late season. You know, if they're dropping on your property,
4: you know that he's eating on your property that late season. Yeah, and we have tons of pictures of him. Even this season, mm-hmm. he's right here. He's I like I have him narrowed down to a small little area. But you know what I noticed in Trail camp picks? is soon a couple of days before gun season. You know how all like the neighbors start shooting, and I've never really noticed it before, but I paid attention this year. Once all the neighbors started doing all their sighting in and shooting. That's when they... He changed. Deer activity goes... Not only deer activity, his activity. He changed. He he left that area where I was getting all these pics of him. That's a mature buck move there. So, he disappeared. Thank you. Uh, And uh, so, once he left, I'm like... So, what I did... I didn't move cameras to where I thought he was because I had a feeling, you know, from last year. Mm-hmm. We actually moved a stand. Let's talk about where the stand that you killed him from. What did we do with that stand last year? Oh yeah. So last spring, uh,
1: we were like, you know what, we gotta have this stand needs moved to the top of the hill. You can see more and you can still see all of where it was. It's just gonna be a longer shot. And we knew yeah. moving this stand that it was gonna be more of a gun stand, which Yeah, so ter- the longer shot doesn't
4: matter at that yeah. point. And when we when we uh, when we seen him in gun season the year prior, that's the slot he used. Like we need to be in that corner, that little dog leg right there. We need to we need to have it there. So that's what we did. Yeah, and so we're thinking this is going to be a
1: gun stand all along. But I tell you what, that night that I killed him, it was just as good of an archery stand. I mean, I watched five doe and a three and a half year old nine point for an hour, and he. When, <laughs> I probably concussed him because I shot right over his head. <laughs> I mean, he's at 15 yards. Wrong his bell a little bit. <laughs> but so he's, well, we're texting back and forth. He's 150 yards away from me. I'm like, can you see this This nine points out? I'm like, he's at 15 yards in front of me. He's like, I can't see him. I can't see him. Well, all of a sudden, this nine point locks up. And, and he's looking down the field. And I can't see that corner out the window because I'm kind of, well, the stool situation was not the best. I I got to the point where the stool was laying on its side. I had folded my coat up, and I'm sitting on the stool sideways. We didn't Um, think that part out. Yeah. Because when I sat on the stool, my head was above the window. so, uh, So it's a little uncomfortable, but it is what it is. And he locks up, and I'm like, all right, he's locked up, and I know he sees i I know i know there's something and it's not just a doe i mean you know what they react how they react when they're with does and bristle yeah and he locks up i'm like what the heck is he doing so i peek around and i look out the window like well that's a good buck yep back to that excitement factor right Mm -hmm. i mean at this point he's 150 yards i'm like but he's walking straight at me so i get the binos and as soon as i put the binos on him the first Where's the gun <laughs> the first thing i saw was the mass on his bases now mind you i hadn't laid my eyes on this buck mm-hmm. he has yeah. yeah i saw him in velvet but you know that was that was not the best view in velvet yeah and so you can't
0: really tell exactly what it is in velvet. no
1: so i'm looking and i'm like this is a shooter he's uh, these are at least five and a half if not bigger bases so i put that down and i get the window open and now i gotta get the window open and my gun on this buck with this 9.15 yards. So, yeah. it's, it's like, it's kind of one of those, you got to hurry up, but you got to do it and be as quiet as possible. So, yeah. by the time I get my gun on him,
2: he's at 75 yards. So, he's cleared half the distance in this. Yeah. So, he's moving. I would imagine. Seconds, he's he's yeah.
1: moving, but he's also, it's kind of like a moving feeding thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I pull up and I put the crosshairs on him and I pull the trigger. And he runs. And now he's running out to the middle of the field, which at this point I still I think and he can see him because he can yeah. hear me shooting. <laughs> and he stops. And he's now he's at a hundred yards. I shoot him again. Now he takes off running again. And I'm like, you're not getting out of this field. I shoot him a third time. And he still gets out of the field. I'm shooting a six point five Creedmoor.
2: And you and hit you hit him
1: all three times. I hit all three times. My first two shots after the fact when we skinned him were about an inch and a half, two inches apart, Close. right Straight right behind the, the shoulder. Oh, I, oh, yeah.
4: You're we poured his lungs out.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then the third shot, that one just got him in the back because he was trying yeah. to make the edge of the field. <laughs> I'm going, trying to get around tree limbs. but I mean, You couldn't
4: see him at all through this? No. I thought I caught a gl- I was actually looking further than what he was shooting. Okay. You know, so – i'm sure it uh, my, my and... son my son goes what what's what's that i said that is uncle brad shooting a flyer yeah. <laughs> that's what i thought <laughs> all this shooting. <laughs> so you you knew or like i knew he, i knew in your head him, where he was He's at. not shooting at anybody because he just got done telling me about this big this this good buck out in front of him i said don't shoot him i said you need to wait see for that flyer. T- that takes a
2: lot of discipline that most pennsylvania hunters don't have i mean oh, yeah. to have a three and a half year old nine in and we front don't of even know 15, that buck
4: like he's a new buck and he's still out he's still right there. there yeah
1: he's still there so, so he calls me and he goes you shot flyer i'm like
4: How'd shot you know? at him three times <laughs> he goes <laughs> i don't i don't no, i don't know i don't know Are you nervous hearing like, three
2: shots <laughs> no okay okay not, not him okay no i said
1: i said all i know is i shot an eight point three times and he made it out of this field like I'm beside myself that this How far
2: ball- is that run from where you first shot to where he got into the field? Well, I, when I, I first out of the shot him, he I mean. was
1: running across the field. When I shot him the second time, he turned and ran and came back the way he was.
2: It was he probably ran a total of about 250 yards. 250 yards from the time you your first shot to you watched him disappear. Yeah. Okay, that's and, and insane, knowing the that two we shots were behind the front shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We, we poured his lungs out, like Scott said. That's, I mean, there was yeah, nothing left. It was, yeah. It was, it was crazy. It was insane. But
4: but you know the one thing that we do is you shoot until they fall or yeah. you can't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. Like when you're shooting at something like that, you don't want them to get away. Exactly. You know. So so I I go ahead and I I, I go up there and he stayed on stand. I said, all right, well show me where we're at. So I I, so wa- I, put I walk r- across the field by myself and I find where he. Did you spun guys have out snow on the, the ground? Mud. What's that?
2: Was there snow on the ground? No, uh, there okay, wasn't. I just.
4: It was the Friday of the first week, so it was that little warm up we had. Okay, yeah, yeah. there was nothing. So, I get there and so I I I find his track. Brad comes down. Uh, Brad was coming down. So I start I start. There's no blood, nothing, no hair, nothing. So I walk to the edge of the. I I walk right into the woods and I look. Ten yards inside, I can see big old belly. Or his, no, his his left side sticking up. Oh yeah. So I, I turned around. And I, I turned around. I didn't. I didn't say anything. I, I didn't run up to him. I didn't nothing. I waited for Brad to get there. I said, you, and as soon as he got to me, I said, "You got him." Nice. <laughs> I'm like, where? Because so, I don't. I still don't see him at this point. So I go up. I go up to. I. I go up to him and I actually I sit on his. Chess and and he was taking he was taking his last breath at that time you know and then i was able to put my hands on him like it was a it was pretty amazing yeah. you know because you chase something for so long yeah. like years. you know years intimately you know like it was yeah. and you find these well, sheds and the amount like, of you the know, cameras you guys put up and the and coverage just... of how far he went you know from where we first encountered him to where he ended up being like thinking he was dead you thinking, know all of it i mean
2: just so much that finally all you can yeah, so, man, and and maybe wow. I mean it was
1: surreal. Like I, I I couldn't believe it at that moment when he, we oh actually yeah, he was, put he our wrecked. put our antlers on, our hands on. Because in my mind, I shot an eight point. Yeah, you know yeah, he's yeah. the one. He's the one. Who's like, no, you shot flyer. I'm like, well, I, I didn't see that ninth point because he had a split
4: uh, G two. Yeah. I knew every buck in that square, you know, because I've been hunting it so hard. Mm-hmm. There's, to for him to get that excited, it had to be flyer. There's no other buck that would do that to mm-hmm. him. Yeah, and you so, know Brad well enough that you can, you oh know. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. There's no other buck yeah. that would make him unravel like that in yeah. that square. And I knew that's the corner. He's If he's going to come anywhere, and I used it, I used our cameras as like a, more of a deduction. If he's not hitting this, this, and this point of the square, he has to be here. And that's exactly where he was. And I was not willing to move a camera and go down in there and set a camera
0: because I didn't want to bump him. So I didn't. Yeah. He, but I knew
4: he. that's where he was. He was living in this little corner.
0: Even though you didn't have the picture or the camera down didn't there, matter. you still knew. Because you were able he's to not in cancel, his sweet you would say You were able to cancel I canceled everything. it out. Yeah. yeah and did. we
1: knew from the year before that that was a slot that he was
4: using. Yeah. Not as frequent in that, as in others. That, in that time frame. Like, it's a small little window he would use that little corner. And, and it's thick and nasty. Like, you have to crawl through it. It is nasty in there, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's where he was
2: that's insane mm-hmm. to wrap it up like that i mean yeah so we we
1: took him down to the taxidermist and uh we, we ended up scoring him out that night uh 146 and eighths. yep yeah,
4: as, a, as a as a mainframe eight yeah yeah that's a stud eight and well, so that little flyer just turned into an extra point on that same g2 mm-hmm. time you know yeah. it was pretty cool and so back to the point
1: of from the very beginning when we thought that he was a 10 and he was dead, then he turned into that eight with a kicker. And then we saw him this year. um, You know, he never made that big jump Mm -hmm. and that, that'll play into the conversation here in a second. But, you know, we're, we're expecting, you know, when they get to that four and a half, five and a half, there's usually a 20 inches, at least a 20 inch jump, 15 to 20, this buck jumped probably from a upper 130s from the first shed we found to lower 140s in the second set of his last year sheds to a 140 so he never put on more than six inches each year yeah but i mean he had what six inches bases uh he was five and a half inches up between his g2 and g3
2: on his g3. main beam. He he's holding his mask held his mask i can tell by the pictures Did you guys can... see the pictures oh my of, god oh, he yeah, had yeah. his yeah. sheds
4: laying on his body yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: well i mean you, just the mass on that buck was just
4: insane I was he like, was awesome he was like to see him in person like an archer season a working does and stuff i'm telling you what man he'll freaking unravel i don't give a shit who
3: you are he'll unravel <laughs> you <laughs>
2: that's i mean yeah. for an eight point to flirt with 150 is oh. just that's a, a huge
4: huge oh he was awesome so i mean
1: as scott said we we were thinking this buck was five and a half right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but when the taxidermist pulled the jaw and he sent it to us uh he laid it next to a buck that he knows is five and a half he had he it, aged it. he had it aged yeah he sent it out to get he sent it too and yeah, to, um yeah, he, his guess is that this buck's seven years old really Yeah, yeah and seven and a half we'll show and half.
2: you the teeth so, so that's probably why he so, wasn't gaining much. So I guess, yeah, well, I guess what I was yeah. getting seven and a half, you guys got him at probably his biggest blow up year, you know, like probably, you know what I mean? He wasn't like, going to get any bigger more than likely. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, you, you he was probably past that time where he would blow up that 15 inches or something. Like the first time you find the sheds,
4: and you know it goes back to the genetics. He may he, he may have never made that. You know he may have never made that jump through his whole life. Yeah, yeah. He just kept packing he on. Yeah, four or five inches, 120 at time. inches. He could have been a hundred and twenty inches two
0: and a half, and then three and a half, a little bit bigger, A little, little, little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. Because I mean, mass. When, once you see, like
4: even those shit in that picture when his sheds are laying on his body, and then you see his head right there, you can definitely see the progression. You know, going up in size. It's just it's just subtle. Yeah, yeah. So and so
1: I decided my son wanted jerky, um, so I decided I'm gonna, not thinking in my head, but I'm like I'm I'll just he's the hind quarters are gone, the <laughs> one front shoulder's decimated, so I'm like you know what, uh, we'll, I'll just have this made into jerky. So I took it to a guy down in Canada Lake, and had all jerky made and some summer sausage out of it, and when I got it back from him, and you know what he said? He goes, now he he doesn't know anything other than it was a Just nice saw spot of meat <laughs> he yeah goes, you didn't he didn't see the rag. He because this is an old deer i said why do you say that he goes this was some of the toughest meat i've ever cut through
0: <laughs> i go well you're right <laughs> <laughs> they said it, it was perfect and sense and <laughs> so he goes this is a great deer for jerky <laughs> 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 you made the right choice yeah you didn't want to cut that yeah, one into steaks or burger a roast,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, That's a so that's
4: how our season went and uh you know we we have some contenders for next year but you know nothing to get thrilled about you know we have one right now i'm i I think i'm gonna call him rooster cogburn because he's a dead eye yeah that's a great name <laughs> for him <laughs> i think it's a great name i mean he's a i'm he could be a three and a half year old right now mm-hmm. you know uh he's pretty nice isn't he he's very nice yeah uh and that nine, that
1: nine that three and a half year old nine he he, i mean we got we got some too i mean and then we still got late season with a bunch of corn still standing and that's that's our favorite time
4: you know know? so yeah
1: they love to show up late season and then they they just well if you're got enough
4: does they like you've got the only
2: food you could you could bring some deer in that have never even seen your farm
4: just because they have to eat that yep. history though when you have for deer that's what we really like especially you know you want to have when something you got yeah. something you know like you find their sheds. you start formulating a plan for these upper age class bucks I mean that's what we enjoy doing you know that's why we do what we do and then giving them names yeah. giving them is names
2: it, is it uh is there any sort of like sadness when it's over like you know because you you well yeah. you build it up for, for three. Me, you build is. it up like for three years and then all of a sudden like every like you probably had so many sleepless nights trying to figure this deer out during our archery seeing them several times and all of a sudden it's over like is there any sort of like almost it's, like it's not emptiness a, it's
4: not a sad like you, you it's you know it it, it is a uh, it's a bittersweet moment is how i can explain it and uh all i thank god for is that it's brad killed him He's gonna live at camp, and I get to see him whenever I want. I'm happy about that.
1: It's a different sadness than the first two that we
4: know got killed oh, yeah. by
1: somebody else. Yeah, we know, had one poached. Property. That's yeah. you had
4: one poached. Yeah, we yeah. had a. So you know that probably. You know, I mean, you knew yeah, him. you knew this deer. You knew everything about him. Oh yeah, we had we, we daily
2: pictures yeah. of this thing. Him, mean, he was a big wow. ten with a flyer off his G two. I mean, just a a stud and. He
4: got poached. I got that's, a picture of his head on the horrible. back of a truck. That's horrible. Yeah. So it's a totally
2: different sadness. There's no bittersweet, it's
4: just uh, pissed. <laughs> so like when I like today, I was back in that in that area like where he lived. Like I can't go in there without like still without thinking about him, yeah, because I knew every all his sweet spot. Like walking through, like oh, you know, this is where he was. You know, during this, this was his corner, right? He loved it here Yeah, <laughs> well, it, me, that is retarded. I know you guys. I know it's retarded, but I get
2: engrossed it, in it. Yeah, but it, it teaches you about what the next mature buck in that area may do. You know, like I feel like at least for know, what we all see. different. We see though that you know, like your bigger bucks, they there's a reason they are in the areas they are on on a farm. It seems like. It, you know, year to year, some of the bigger bucks that we've seen killed at Morrison come from the same vicinity. You know, and I, I think that there has to be some reason that mature bucks hang there. But yeah, well,
4: it could be, it very well could be. You know, there's been there's been, you know, even just the way like valleys and water and creeks and and how the air lays within this valley and how especially big bucks like you know it's funny different times a year this particular buck and, and we see it in mature bucks mostly not just deer like we can talk about deer all day but mature bucks is what i'm talking about in mm-hmm. pennsylvania with the pressure that we have i mean they just do different stuff and, and they are all a little bit different in what they do and and how they like the wind i can't i can't stress enough about wind you know I really think, you know, there, there may be factors to where moon phase plays into it, but I really think like wind, you know, and how, like, you have, like, if you have a stand you want to hunt, you know how many times that I'm like, I want to hunt Flyer in this stand tonight. Like, I really feel he's going to hit this slot, but I can't because of the wind. You know what? That night, I get a freaking picture of him walking right, right through that slot. Yeah, but he would have winded you. I, he would have winded me. You know, how I think, and i, I think knew it people, i knew he was gonna hit that slot but you yeah, gotta play I feel like the a win. lot of
2: people overlook that you know they they don't go to a stand and they see a buck on their camera and they're like oh i should have been there but like you said yeah you could have been there but he would have winded you that's before correct. you
4: ever got a shot of course and and then where would he went then
2: yeah Just then go then he knock, knows
0: at that Who knows? point that's you know he's gonna Dang. be there if this you know yeah we've and got then he's it's, not know, there it's not
4: anymore. worth it we've it's got not some worth it fellas we've got some
2: old hang-ons um, on some hedgerows yeah. that bucks look at as they're entering the field. You know, I mean, we've, Tom's seen it too. There's certain stands that have been there longer than I've been hunting. Yeah. And you literally, like, we'll, we've since, like, we'll hang a, a mobile hang on or something 40 yards down the field. And You can watch as soon as they're coming into the field, they check it. Yeah. You know, it's, they learn from sure get, busting people. Of yeah. course.
1: Well, the other, the other problem that guys, or the other thing that guys do that, uh, they need to break the habit of is, and, and we have a buddy who does this. And Scott will chuckle when I say this, but you get guys that see bucks on cameras, and I call them the I call them the buck chasers. So they see him on this camera, then they see him on this camera, and and all they do is they're constantly chasing the day buck. Behind. Day I'm behind that stand tomorrow.
4: Yeah, yep. that's my spot tomorrow. Yep. Don't nobody go there. That's my spot. And I'm What's like, that? go What's go there, right? Because he was there you yesterday. Gotta, you gotta you gotta be the move. You He's gotta be the move five ahead. Five miles away. Yeah, you
1: got you gotta you gotta be the move ahead, and you gotta you know you gotta figure these deer out. And yeah, I just call him Buck Chaser because yeah, it, that's what he does. If that buck is on that camera that night, I can guarantee you he will be in that stand tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. and that's not the way it works. <laughs> no,
4: but there's a lot of guys that do that though.
2: Yeah, and you might get lucky once in a while but yeah, it's, it's rare yeah, i don't I've, doing, i know we've never that done it You've
4: chasing game your whole life though yeah. you know so
2: it's, no it's i think t- the better t- way t- is t- the way you guys are you're mapping out like you said you just keep yeah just it's honing a just in game. honing it's in to stay one move, move, move ahead
4: tightening 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 tighten you know yeah. that noose camp buck that noose was getting tight like i had this dude in he was such in a small little corridor we actually set a stand for, another stand for him because of the win that was going to be. And, uh, like, that noose was getting tight. Like, I had a pretty good idea what he was doing, and then boom. Like I just he needed just, one more why, day. One, just need another day. So,
3: so you just never know, you know. What's your plan, Scott, for late season? You had three target bucks. All um, three are I, dead. To be honest with you. Are you hoping uh, for?
4: no. I'm, I'm actually, I have no plans. I'm really cool with where I'm at right now. I really don't want any buckshot, to be honest with you, on the property at all. Uh, and, and I'm really looking forward to shed season and to see what happens for this this upcoming season. There's nothing right now, unless something's going to be like 150 plus, some kind of pig
3: shows up. I don't know for if you were to get excited for some stranger to show up on the property. Yet. It has to be something really hoping. special. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> who, who isn't? How hoping? often does that happen? Where well, late I, season comes and you have a brand new buck. flyer you... in 2019
4: showed up out of nowhere. We had no, we yeah. have no pictures. We have no idea where this buck came from. Nope, um, Bob. It's mean,
0: weird that he showed up and then all of a sudden made that his home spot yeah all of a sudden because now knowing that he was probably seven and a half years old he showed up at four and a half and was like okay this is my new spot this is my home range now yeah where the previous four years you had never seen him or didn't know that you had seen him
4: you know it it, it's funny because flyer wasn't a, a fighter he was a lover and his his antlers showed us that he hardly had any like he never had a chip until this year he had a little chip right out of his one tine. that was it mm-hmm. so we had a bully buck last year that my son killed that fought <laughs> everybody now that could be that could have been a factor mm-hmm. you know like he could have had an encounter with this bully buck and be like eh, I, i'm not really i don't want to yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and this hey, bully buck it. was only a six point fellas <laughs> no joke <laughs> but he was a tank
1: I yeah. think what he what he score a hundred and five? No, ninety seven. Ninety seven. Ninety seven inch <laughs> six. He was point bigger point. the year prior. but He was yeah. he was massive. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, freaking yeah. And he, his body he was bigger than any other deer around. He pushed Jeez. everybody
4: around. So
0: yeah, that's wild. Yeah, man, I really personalities <laughs>
4: personalities. Like I said, if something was special walks around, I'll get excited. But I'm really looking forward to just letting everything observing. And, I really am. Yeah. yeah. We do need to kill so, a few more doe. Yeah, so that's what I'm keying in on. I want to shoot a doe. I want to have my son shoot a doe, and then I think we'll be good, like for the property, successful yeah, season.
2: I think so yeah, I do.
4: Yeah, Deal. So, yeah.
0: Well,
4: that's a
2: heck of a story. I'm glad you guys were able to. Oh man! Finally glad you were able to hold back, back the tears, stress. Scott. <laughs> oh my god! My freaking heart. <laughs> Heart gets palpitating sometimes. yeah <laughs> Well, thanks for inviting
4: us and having us. Oh, yeah. oh, my God, yeah, you guys. Absolutely. It was great. I, I love I talking deer hunting stories. It's great.
2: Well, when I first saw that you guys killed that buck, um, I remember when we talked to you guys in turkey season, we were, you were telling us about all the different bucks you got on camera and whatnot. And then seeing one that you got it done, I knew that there was history behind that. I'm like, this is going to be a good story. Before I even oh, yeah. talked to you guys or told Frank, hey, we need to get a hold of them, <laughs> uh, I, I, I knew that I'm like, i remember you guys telling stories about these three bucks that you were interested in and then knowing that one was dead see i didn't know that the first two got killed by somebody else but that all played into it but it was just i was like i need to talk to him because i know there's going to be a good story behind it yeah it was definitely
4: a good story for sure yeah Yeah, definitely and i'm just glad we got his his sheds for the past two years and now we're going to have him out at a camp like i'm i'm pretty excited i can't get any better than that you know yeah, Unless definitely. I myself. So, like I said, <laughs> Brad is just an extension of myself. So it just worked out. Well, you great. guys work yeah. as
2: a team pretty much your all the time.
1: time. We we do a lot of hunting. Th- I mean, one thing guys don't realize is, you know, we could easily go out and hunt in separate stands, mm-hmm. and we've done that and we do that. But we also will hunt together as much as we hunt apart, mm-hmm. and you know, we just take turns. I mean, yeah. that's it for us. That's what it's all about. You know. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're on a mission and that's that's what we do you know yep. that night it was we were about as close together as we could be for the simple fact that he had to have his kid yeah uh, <laughs> at, a, at a doctor's appointment and uh but otherwise we probably would have been sitting in the same stand
4: again. That's true yeah yeah because yeah. that's the stand he needed to be in like mm-hmm. yeah so and i could see that stand i could see him you know i just couldn't i could see the, deer. see the stand i could i just couldn't see that deer yeah but i'm just i'm just happy you know i'm just yeah, the definitely. way it worked out i mean it couldn't work out any better so yeah it was a it was a great great buck awesome so
2: well thanks again for joining us
4: yeah uh, you guys we'll have to
2: meet up again for maybe turkey season again oh, i'd love it um turkey 101 <laughs> yeah we got it i never pa in new york here we come God. yeah so on that note i guess if you guys haven't you filled your buck tags make sure you guys are all getting outside